Before we dive into today's episode, I want to introduce you to The Cobble Group, which is our sponsor here at the Commercial Real Estate Investor Podcast. You know, one of the most frustrating parts of being a commercial real estate investor can be finding and leasing your next deal. And that's exactly why you need a brokerage partner like The Cobble Group. The Cobble Group is a commercial real estate brokerage based in Tennessee, helping buyers, sellers, and landlords navigate the world of buying, selling, and leasing commercial properties. Whether you're interested in office, retail, industrial, or some specialty type of commercial, the Cobble Group has you covered. While the firm largely focuses within the state of Tennessee, they've worked on projects from new construction development in Kentucky, all the way to single-tenant net lease investments in Texas, and can likely help you with your next investment project. Check out their website at thecobblegroup.com. That's T-H-E-C-A-U-B-L-E group.com. Or reach out directly to the office by email at office at thecobblegroup.com. Now, let's get into today's show. This week's episode, originally aired on our YouTube channel, which you can just find by searching for my name, Tyler Cobble, on YouTube. So if any references don't quite make sense, feel free to check out the show notes for a link to the original video. Here we go. Today, you're going to learn 12 different ways to build passive income through commercial real estate investing. It's no secret that real estate offers one of the best wealth building opportunities today. There are no other investment vehicles like it. Not only is real estate a tangible asset, but you can utilize leverage to purchase above and beyond what you could afford alone. And beyond leverage, equity. Equity makes the world of commercial real estate investing go round. The amount of capital a group can raise ultimately determines whether or not they can move forward on purchasing or developing any given project. And that's where investors come into play. And their investment is completely passive. Aside from contributing cash, there's no further expectation to acquire, manage, or dispose of the asset for an investor. So whether you're looking to learn so you can run your own commercial real estate deals or you're just interested in building up your passive income streams, here's our guide on how to passively invest in commercial real estate. First, What is commercial real estate? Commercial real estate is defined as any property that is primarily used for business purposes. Simply put, pretty much anywhere that you wouldn't rest your head at night as the owner. There is a slight exception though with multifamily and hospitality real estate, but those are still a commercial use. Commercial real estate may be owner occupied, meaning the owner of the property operates their business at that location, or it may be leased to tenants who wish to live or work there. This category of real estate ranges from small neighborhood coffee shops to massive city skylines. Included in commercial real estate are retailers, office spaces, hotels, and often short-term rentals, shopping malls, restaurants, hospitals, convenience stores, You get the point. Looking through the lens of an investor, commercial real estate can encompass any kind of property, which includes land, though we won't cover that here, that is income producing or at least has the potential to do so. In this guide to passive real estate investing, we'll be covering five primary asset types of commercial real estate, multifamily, office, industrial, retail, and hospitality. Now, before we dive into the benefits of being a passive investor, let's cover commercial real estate zoning and classifications. In many cities and townships across America, commercial real estate has its own zoning code. Unless, of course, you're Houston, Texas, and it's basically the wild, wild west. Seriously, take a look at it. You can literally build skyscrapers in residential neighborhoods. This code is intended to keep property types of similar use clustered together, which creates commercial districts and residential districts. Another intent of this zoning is to determine where heavy manufacturing, which often creates a large amount of pollution and noise, 
may locate. It would certainly be difficult to sell a home next door to a distribution facility, but other warehousing uses wouldn't mind it. Now, these five primary classifications may be further characterized as Class A, B, and C. Class A properties are the highest quality buildings in their market and area. They are generally newer properties built within the last 10 years and demand the highest rent in the market. The highest credit tenants will typically occupy these buildings. Class B properties. These are generally 10 to 20 years old and have a mix of low to high credit tenants. Rental rates are generally lower than Class A and buyers may have to deal with some deferred maintenance issues. Class C properties. These properties are typically more than 20 years old and may have have a significant amount of deferred maintenance. They usually lack in terms of amenities and will be occupied by lower credit tenants. Because of their location in the market and deferred maintenance, Class C buildings will usually have the lowest rental rates in your market. Now that you've had a brief overview, let's discuss the benefits of passively investing in commercial real estate. Commercial real estate investing has many benefits that other investment vehicles like stocks and bonds wish they had. As an investor, you will not only receive passive income and appreciation from the property, but also tax benefits, stronger buying power, and so much more. Here are a few of the benefits of investing in commercial real estate. First, increased buying power, through leverage. The most outstanding benefit of investing in commercial real estate, in my opinion, is your ability to increase your buying power through leverage. Leveraging means utilizing borrowed capital, debt, to make an investment. The investor's expectation is that the profits from owning and operating the property will be greater than the payable interest. As long as that statement is true, you can put down a smaller percentage of the purchase price, typically 20 to 25%, finance the remainder, and go on to invest in more properties the same way. For example, if I had $100,000 cash and the property I was looking to buy cost $100,000, I could only buy that one property. However, by taking advantage of leverage, I'm able to put down $20,000, 20% on that property and go buy four more. And as a passive investor in commercial real estate, you can pool your money with other investors to buy an even larger, more stabilized asset than any of you could likely afford or care to risk on your own. Sure, you will have to pay a mortgage when you use leverage, but if you buy right, you'll still have stronger cash flow and risk diversification. And that leads us to our next benefit, risk diversification. Diversification can be an investor's best friend. And there are many ways to diversify your portfolio as a passive commercial real estate investor. More properties, different property types, more tenants, all help you diversify your investments for less risk. Think about this. If you own a single family home and your tenant moves out, you now have a 100% vacancy rate. However, if you own a 50 unit multifamily complex and one tenant moves out, you won't hardly notice the impact on your bottom line. And if you're investing with an established real estate operator, you'll be able to select which asset type, where the asset is located, and proposed project type for any of your investments. Different operators will have different buy-in minimums, typically around $100,000, to be an investor in their deals. Although, we'll cover how to invest in commercial real estate with as little as $500 in just a minute. If you're looking to invest $500,000, instead of buying in with a single operator on one project, you could spread that cash over five projects with five operators to reduce any management or asset risks. There's nearly an unlimited amount of different types of passive investments that you can make in the commercial real estate realm. If you're interested in purchasing commercial real estate on your own, check out my video 
on the five steps to buying your first commercial real estate property. Our next benefit is forced appreciation. In commercial real estate, an asset's value is directly correlated to its net operating income, the NOI. By raising a property's net operating income, you can increase the value significantly to any potential investors. This intrinsic appreciation is largely due to the commercial real estate industry's use of capitalization rates, also known as cap rates. A cap rate is the net on investment of any given property if you paid all cash. For example, if you paid $100,000 cash for a property and it netted you $10,000 per year, at that same cap rate or valuation, if you raise the NOI from $10,000 to $12,000 per year, your property is now worth $120,000. Investors use this metric on a cash basis because each investor group's financing will vary from one to the next. In commercial real estate, you have far greater control of a project's destiny. Whereas investments like stocks and bonds don't allow you to have much influence other than buying and selling based on the market. Another benefit is your ability to invest with seasoned professionals. If you don't know what you're doing, find someone who does. That statement rings true for just about anything in life. If you're looking to passively invest in commercial real estate, you're going to be placing that capital hopefully, with a group that has an outstanding track record and an experienced team. Not only will investing with seasoned professionals reduce your risk as a passive real estate investor, but you will also be able to learn how these deals are operated if you're so inclined. I know many commercial real estate developers and syndicators that started their career by investing with and learning from an already established group. After all, better to learn and make money than it is to learn and lose it. Commercial real estate is also a tangible asset. Unlike stocks, bonds, and other investment vehicles, commercial real estate has value in both the land itself and the improvements on the property, such as structures, the infrastructure, in addition to the value created by the income. So even if your income falls to zero and you're unable to replace those tenants, you'll still have some assets to fall back on and protect your downside. Commercial real estate is also relatively stable as it offers housing, such as apartment complexes or mobile home parks, services, retail and office space, or storage and production, industrial warehouses. Because of these factors, commercial real estate will not fluctuate and experience the massive ups and downs like the stock market will. Commercial investing also has many tax advantages. You'll be able to deduct the interest payments that you make on your mortgage, meaning not only are you utilizing someone else's money to purchase a larger property, but you can also write off their cut for providing you with that cash. Buildings also begin to depreciate the minute that you buy them. The IRS allows commercial properties to be depreciated over a 39-year schedule, but you can actually speed up this process by taking advantage of accelerated depreciation if you perform a cost segregation study. Essentially, you get a write-off just for owning the property. Other deductions include renovations, maintenance, ongoing upgrades, or any other out-of-pocket expenses related to your owning the property. And after you sell the property, you'll also benefit from capital gains tax, which is significantly lower than most investors' ordinary income tax. You can even 1031 exchange those proceeds, which we'll cover at a later time, into another piece of real estate without paying taxes at all. Finally, passive income. Passive income is the entire reason you're here, right? The most beautiful part of investing in commercial real estate is the passive income opportunity. You place your capital into a deal and you let that capital work for you. If you're watching this video, chances are good that financial freedom is one of your goals. To be able to take that trip whenever you feel like it, to buy that new car, 
to never wake up in the middle of the night worried about paying your bills again. And not only will passive income help you reach that point of stability in your life, it's taxed differently than your ordinary income. So your path to building wealth is accelerated. Now, let's cover why commercial real estate provides you a better passive income opportunity than residential real estate. Purchasing a single family home is an easy first step into real estate investing. The lower cost of entry is very attainable for most first time investors, and the process isn't too overwhelming. After all, over 60% of Americans will own a home in their lifetime, so majority of people have experience purchasing a home. However, for investors seeking a more diversified, balanced, and scalable approach to real estate investing, curating a portfolio of passive commercial real estate investments is the path to take. Compared to residential investments, a passive investor in commercial real estate can typically expect better quality tenants. Sure, you can certainly find high quality tenants to rent a single family home. But do they have regional or national credit? Commercial tenants tend to be businesses and corporations, which not only have stronger credit than individuals, they tend to respect the property more. Their location is their image. There are also zero rules regarding fair housing on the commercial front. So when you're qualifying your tenants, you can ask for tax returns, personal financial statements, bank statements, profit and loss reports, balance sheets, you name it. And if you don't like what you see, you can deny them because of it without having to worry about any legal repercussions. Fewer expense obligations. It's very rare that your residential tenant will cover your property taxes, insurance, and building maintenance. In commercial real estate, however, it's fairly common. Depending on the type of property and lease structure, retail, along with some industrial and office properties, often have what's called a triple net lease. And while many investors have a different definition of what triple net actually means, they're an extremely valuable asset for commercial real estate investors. In a triple net lease scenario, the property owner is not responsible for paying any expenses, such as taxes, insurance, utilities, etc., on the property. If the lease is absolute net, the tenant will also take 100% of the responsibility for maintaining the building structure, including the roof and foundation. Larger corporations, such as Starbucks, will sign this type of lease so that they maintain their brand's look and feel without having to rely on a landlord to make those decisions. Landlords will solely be responsible for paying their mortgage on the property. Talk about a win for the investor. Now, let's dive into the different types of commercial real estate that you can invest in. Multifamily. When transitioning from residential to commercial investing, multifamily properties are often an investor's first step since the tenant base is more familiar. Within multifamily, there are duplexes, triplexes, quadplexes, garden apartments, mid-rises, high-rises, student housing, and senior and assisted living facilities. Office. Office investing can be more capital intensive than other types of commercial real estate due to the cost of turning over and building out space for incoming tenants. However, because of the cap rate valuation on commercial real estate, offices can command some of the highest values. Office real estate includes the central business district, commercially zoned homes, medical offices, and suburban offices. Industrial. Industrial properties widely range in size and use. This asset class has taken off over the last economic cycle thanks to the rise in delivery. Industrial assets include bulk warehouses, flex warehouses, heavy manufacturing, light assembly, refrigeration and cold storage, showrooms, and storage units. Retail. Retail real estate is intended to house any businesses that sell products and services directly to consumers. This real estate asset can range from a single standalone restaurant 
to massive regional shopping centers. Included in retail real estate are community retail centers, out parcel and single tenant net properties, power centers, regional malls, and strip neighborhood shopping centers. Hospitality. Hospitality real estate largely exists to serve travelers both for business and pleasure. These assets can range from your typical drop-in motel to large resorts. Included in the hospitality industry are budget, extended stay, full service, limited service hotels, and short-term rentals. So finally, here are the 12 different ways on how to become a passive commercial real estate investor. Number one, construction and development. New projects are being developed and built all the time. And as our country continues to grow and real estate needs shift, there will always be demand for new construction projects. In the Southeast, for example, there's a limited inventory of housing since the population has been growing significantly in recent years. You could invest with a local group of contractors and developers that are building anything from single family residential homes to office towers. Number two, Crowdfunding. Online fundraising has become quite popular in the last decade. Platforms like Fundrise and Realty Mogul allow individuals to invest in commercial or residential real estate investments and receive cash flow distributions in return. Similar to investing in a REIT, which we'll cover here in a moment, investors may place as little as $500 and pull their cash with other investors in order to take down these larger projects. Ultimately, Investors get the benefit of cash flow through dividends and distributions, as well as long-term appreciation of the properties that you own. One of the more attractive features for new or younger investors is that you don't have to be an accredited investor to take advantage of these passive real estate investing platforms. Number three, exchange-traded funds. An exchange-traded fund, an ETF, is a grouping of stocks and bonds into one single fund. ETFs come with similar diversification and lower costs like index and mutual funds. These ETFs may invest in stocks issued by a real estate investment trust, which is a REIT, that own office, retail, hospitality, etc. This diversification certainly helps lower the risk of investing in real estate. Number four, hard money lending. If you're sitting on a pile of cash but don't necessarily want to invest in your own deals, you could become a hard money lender. Real estate investors utilize hard money when they can't qualify for a bank loan or need faster capital in order to make necessary improvements to refinance. Hard money is also an option for these investors if they're just looking to rehab and flip a house or a property fairly quickly. Hard money lenders typically charge an upfront fee. I've seen anything in the two to three points range, plus 10 to 12% annual interest on the loan. Not bad for a passive investment. However, you do need to be careful in these lending scenarios and be sure to fully vet not only the group receiving the loan, but also the project they're taking down. After all, if you end up having to foreclose on the property, you want to be sure it's a project you feel will be successful. Number five, hire a property manager. If you want to invest in commercial real estate near you, but aren't interested in having any partners, hiring a property manager may be the way to go. While you're still technically an active investor, having the right full service property management company in place will help make any project a passive real estate investment. Property managers are here to do all the heavy lifting. Commercial property managers typically charge anywhere from four to 10% of gross rents collected, depending on the size range of the project. They run the day-to-day -day for your investment. Any minor repairs, touring and vetting prospective tenants, collecting rents, and so much more. The strategy here is to ensure that the commercial investments you're making can, of course, afford to pay a property management company. Even if you decide to run your commercial real estate investment yourself, if you don't have enough cash flow to pay for property management, you probably should walk away from that deal. Number six, 
mutual funds. Similar to investing in real estate ETFs, you can also passively invest through real estate mutual funds. Mutual funds are often a low-cost alternative to other passive real estate investment options. It's very easy to find a mutual fund's track record, which will give you the confidence about future returns. In addition, mutual funds are often run by economists and seasoned veterans in the commercial real estate world, so chances are good they know what they're doing. Number seven, owner financing or debt. Don't want to run your own projects? Become the lender for someone else's. Similar to hard money lending, you can act as the bank in an operator's commercial real estate investment. This option is an excellent route to take if you already own the real estate, enjoy maintaining that passive income, and want to avoid paying hefty taxes. Just like a bank would, you take anywhere from 10 to 20% down with an amortization schedule between 15 and 30 years at a predetermined interest rate. Most of the passive investors that I see taking this route will have a five to seven year balloon on the mortgage. As the financier, you retain first position on the deal. So if the buyer ever defaults on their mortgage, you can foreclose and recapture the property. Number eight, invest in a local real estate company. If you're looking to keep it local, you could invest directly with a commercial real estate company in your area. Not only will you be able to drive by and see the projects at your convenience, you can also have input on future acquisitions thanks to your knowledge of the market. Companies that are focused on real estate can include hotels, office parks, shopping centers, and commercial real estate developers. The beauty here is, again, you get to choose the types of projects that you'd like to invest in passively. As always, I highly recommend that you conduct substantial due diligence before you buy shares in local companies, but this option is solid if you're looking for exposure to a specific type of real estate investment and are able to research the company and their past projects. Number nine, real estate investment trusts. Just like ETFs and mutual funds, you don't actually own anything when you invest in a real estate investment trust. REITs can also help you diversify your portfolio as they will invest in multiple different asset classes. Like other stocks and bonds, REITs have plenty of long-term data to offer, which will help dispel any uncertainty about the ups and downs of the real estate market. It's recommended that if you decide to invest this way that you stay away from non-traded REITs and aim only for the publicly traded REITs. Non-traded REITs have become notorious for their lack of liquidity, higher fees, and lack of transparency, creating unnecessary risk for investors. Number 10, Real estate notes. Similar to owner financing or debt, real estate notes are promissory notes secured by a specified mortgage loan. Essentially, the mortgage that already exists on the property. When purchasing real estate notes through a bank, you're usually buying debt at prices that are well below what a retail investor would pay. If you decide real estate notes are the passive investment for you, I recommend that you be very thorough with your due diligence. You should know with absolute certainty what you're getting into, whether you invest with a bank or a real estate investor, because you may end up with that property one day. Number 11, syndication. A real estate syndication is simply the pooling of funds from numerous investors for the purpose of acquiring various types of real estate projects. Similar to some of the options we've already covered, a syndication can be as small as a few investors buying a small office building to 50 plus investors taking down a shopping center. The capital raised can be used for acquisition, renovation, development, construction, tenant improvements, pretty much anything within the project. Passive investors in a syndication are called limited partners and typically see some sort of preferred return on their capital as passive income, as well as equity in the project. Number 12, transactional funding. Transactional funding is similar to hard money and debt financing, but you're only financing the project in between closings. This funding is typically a very short-term lending solution for other real estate investors who plan to be in and out of their real estate deals 
quickly. Wholesalers especially take advantage of transactional funding to help them keep their double closing separate. For example, you as the transactional money would help them close on a property in the morning and they pay you off when they double close in the afternoon. Just like your other passive real estate investment options, it's imperative that you thoroughly understand the project as it's very easy to see how these deals could get sideways and you end up owning a new piece of real estate. So there you have it. 12 ways to passively invest in commercial real estate. If you enjoyed this video and got value out of it, please leave us a like. Let me know if you have any questions in the comments and don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more information on how to invest in commercial real estate. We'll see you next time.